minutes. Show us your tip. Stag and Beaver with you for the Caulfield Cup preview. We've got Roundwick to look at as well. What's going on, Beaver? Oh, mate, just working away. Looking forward to the weekend. Beautiful sunny day and um, some great racing. Caulfield Cup day, exciting. I think one of the better Caulfield Cups uh, seen in a while. I think there's um, a couple of nice horses running around there and uh, looking forward to watch that one. It is. A, it's yeah, one of the better races we've had in a while, actually. It's a cracker, which we'll get to shortly. Uh, back end of both these cards looks a bit tricky, but we'll get through them all. Uh, anything really caught your eye or any thoughts before we get started? Oh, look, no. Um, just keen to, yeah, probably just keen to see how the tracks play. I hope they're, they're fair tracks because um, Caulfield itself has been probably difficult um, for those running on um, in recent times. So I'm hoping that it plays fair and gives everything a good chance. Well, they're talking about watering again this afternoon, which makes me a bit nervous because that's uh, generally what creates bias, whether it's inside or outside. So hopefully... Those hoses stay away for the sake of, um, well, there's not too much on. You know, if you're interested in trying to get Gold Trip to run or whatever the shenanigans are on going on there, uh, there's all a bit of a circus. Yeah, I think, on Wednesday. I think that's right. Yes. What's your view there? I just, I, I think they should take the like take the case that they have with um, some of the big races in Sydney. You have to scratch. If you need a vet still get to scratch. If you can accept for it, you have to run. You shouldn't be able to. Yep. You know, semi. And you've got to be able to run on. You know. Yeah, and you can't be just running just because you've got perfect track conditions. Exactly. I, I was a bit surprised. I thought Gold Trip would go to the Cox Plate. Uh, so I am interested to see um, that it is coming here. I thought it would go Cox Plate Melbourne, but uh, Cup. But obviously they're thinking Caulfield Cup's the better option. My gut, I sort of feel it's not going to turn up. I think they're going to scratch it. But uh, yeah. I think they'd rather go Cox Plate, avoid the penalty in the Melbourne Cup. But we'll see. We'll see. The, the problem is... Uh, I'm probably going to tip it. So, it's you know, it's hard to really talk about a race 24 hours out. We don't know what the final field's going to be. Yep. Anyway, we'll get to all that. Let's, let's get into it anyway, yeah, right? Let's not whinge. Let's get to Caulfield where the rail is three. It should be a good track. Apparently it's warm. And we're going to kick off with the three-year-olds over 1,400 metres. Uh, and well, I may as well start off today for once. But we've got, um, I like the control here. You're going to have two gay bots Going straight to the front, I think they're going to jiggy jiggy up front. I think one of the gay Waterhouse runners is going to win. I'm leaning slightly towards uh, Kazard, who comes off, I know it's coming off midweek form, but hard fit, quick back up, hippo on, I think, uh, and gets the rail to start off. Uh, I've got it on top uh, from the stable mate, instructor. And look, uh, Brave Mead can blow him away, but I sort of want to see him do it now. It does get a better run than last time where it was three wide at the Valley, but uh, does need another win, I'd suggest, Beaver. What are you thinking? Thought you summed it up nicely there. Um, I've gone the same way. I've gone Kazad just on the basis that um, the inside probably means it hunts up, holds the lead. Um, I don't think these two will want to cut each other's throats um, up front, and that'll certainly be the instruction. And I think it might be mean that they're hard to get past. I think they'll fight it out, raid Mead on their heels, but uh, the others might just be able to, as we know, run those slower sectionals we get at Melbourne and... Uh, that's a little bit why we see the resurgence of Waterhouse bot down in Melbourne because they jiggy jog and she has some hard fit up front and they're hard to get past. Mm -hmm. She might win half the card here because uh, in the second, she's got the second favourite, which is the 2000 metre Ned's Classic, a group three. Uh, and we see the return of Riff Rocket off its big win. Uh, is that the way you're – have you thought much about this? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't thought too much about it other than uh, that was an outstanding run last start. Gate one is ideal here. I think it probably gets on the back of gold bullion, uh, tracks into the race, and it'll be too good over the 2,000 here and on its way to the derby. Yeah, well, it, nothing it raced against last time is going to beat it. Uh, they might not have been much good. So if I'm going to say they're – well, put it this way. For the exotics, it's on top. But for the exotics and gold bullion from a different form line, yeah, we'll lead and run second. I think, And I think to be franks over the odds uh, off a nice win, it looks progressive. So uh, I don't really have much more to add. See a nice horse step out again on the way to the derby, as you said. The third is the girls' version, the ethereal for the three-year-olds. And 2,000-metre group three level – uh, and I don't think there's too many dangers. This favourite either. Tropical Squall's coming off winning the Champagne. Oh, the flight, sorry. Uh, where it's pretty dominant there in front. It's going to get every single favour here. It's going to go straight to the front uh, from the outside gate. It's going to be, uh, which generally suits at Caulfield, as we suggested. Uh, and I can't see anything beating it. It's, I think, around $2 is a good bet, an easy bet to have. If I was going to make cases, I'm sort of looking for fresh and up-and-coming stays in the form of... Uh, Everlasting Kiss, which 2,000 metres will suit, and Wings of Song. I think 2,000 metres will suit both of them uh, and might be some fresh blood in the staying ranks, but I don't see how this horse gets beat, Beaver. I'm the same, same. I tipped it last start um, and it duly saluted. Uh, runs prior to that were pretty good. Um, jumps in front here and uh, it's going to be super hard to beat. The fourth is the Gothic Stakes, over 1,200 metres. And who do you like here again for the three-year-olds? Yeah, tricky race here because we've got the two horses um, coming here from Sydney after some some nice wins, and I think they hold the key again. I think this is it's not a deep race. Um, they'll be the pace. Just trying to work out whether Dark Halo will be able to cross the facile. Um, I think it will, and I think that might be the telling factor that it might be just a little bit too strong in the run home. Um, I like the I, I like McDonald on top and my Eustace, and uh, that's the way I'm going. Uh, I think they're the two key chances, uh, but I flipped them. I think facile will hold the rail, and J Mac won't push on. I could try and just sit outside lead. Uh, I think they're the only two I've really entertained uh, because Gumdrops is now scratched and. Uh, They'll fight it out. I'm going to go Fasal from Dark Halo. Arkansas Kids coming off EIPH uh, and will run well. The fifth is the Group 2 Guineas Prelude uh, for the Mares, well, Phillies, I should say. And we've got the key lead up through the Champagne at the Valley, uh, and I am going that way. Uh, the two that Quinella the race at Mooney Valley, the two I'm looking for here in Curvalonte. And Inhibitions, uh, Inhibitions just hit the lead early and was nabbed by a great ride from Curvalonte. Uh, I'm going with the Blake Shinru amount, though, in Curvalonte. A bit of touch of Tefani about this. Just looks to get better every time steps out. Uh, impressive resumption. Uh, the only two others that I will look at for the quaddy will be, or early quaddy, will be the two gay horses again. Oz Empress will lead off a winnie. And Azula, who is fresh and did some nice stuff uh, up north, Last preparation has trialled pretty well uh, and has to be a live chance. What are you thinking? I'm just going around that. I'm going for the visitor from in Lovely Looking um, from the Gluis stable. Uh, I thought it was been pretty good the last couple of runs. I think it's continuing to improve. And uh, I know it's coming from a BM60TQ at Morfittville, but that was, that was impressive enough. I think it can jump and sit wherever it wants to here, maybe just in behind the pace. Uh, from gate seven, 
I think it's a sneaky chance and uh, sort of presented some good value. Fair enough. Yeah, I was surprised it was so short, but um, yeah, I guess it is a live chance. Uh, the six is the McCafe Sprint over a thousand meters, and we see the return of a top horse here in Lofty Strike. Uh, have you gone looking for that? No, I was stuck with Facebook. Um, I loved the last start win. Uh, it was backed off the map at Warwick Farm, um, and that, that was an impressive run. It wasn't even asked to do too much there and put him away quite comfortably. Could have won by a lot further. Um, straight down to Melbourne and straight into a group two. That's a, an interesting placement here. I think uh, I've got it on top and hardest to beat with the six kilo pulling the weights. I've gone the other way. I just think Lofty Strike's a good horse. A, a borderline, well, a group one performed horse. Beat Uncommon James first up. Trials were good. Oleon, uh, I, th I am going with it. I just don't necessarily trust Spacewalk. That said, it has put a couple of wins together. Uh, but that was a very impressive one, as it liked, resuming is, is the only other danger again. Uh, another two-horse race here. I'm so actually surprised a couple of these others are I so think, short yeah. in the market. Yeah, I'm just worried a bit about the pace um, and if there's enough pace. And uh, obviously, Lofty Strike is going to be behind Spacewalk, but it has a it has a powerful finish. I just think six kilos pulling the weight, maybe a length, a couple of lengths uh, start and not enough pace. Um, maybe just might be the telling factor, but we'll, we will see. Cool. Um and uh, the Cordy kicks off with the Tristark States over stakes over 1,400 metres, uh, where I've gone looking at, uh, well, I found, in fact, Waltz on by. I, I liked its last run. It, sat, it was stuck three wide the whole way. It was very brave, only uh, half a length off the finish there in a reasonable race. I think it beats most of these that come through a similar form line. The only danger is Skewiff, who was heavily, heavily backed when it was scratched at the gates uh, first up there. And the form in New Zealand is pretty good for a race like this. Uh, Opie Blossom on. Uh, again, two-horse race. I, I think, say, Magnifique is a little short for my liking. And it's not a lot else here. Same, same. I thought it was a little bit short too. And I really liked uh, the last couple of runs of Walsh on by. So also, I backed uh, numerous times before. And that was, a, you're right, that was a, stuck a little bit wider midfield there. Um, I think the derived a lot of benefit from that gate four is perfect here it is the smallish field so um gets the right opportunity here to win again third up thought the main danger was called die um coming down from uh, sydney i think it can run a really big race and i thought the ten dollars was quite juicy there i'll be saving on it might get sole lead too actually looking at this yeah um mm. fair call uh the eighth is the moonga stakes 1400 meters uh, and again, I, there's an easy bet for me to find here in Nunthorpe, uh, especially with Altivo coming out to stay in Sydney. Uh, it's going to lob straight on the back of Buffalo River, uh, as long as Blake Shin, uh, who will drag them out. And if Blake Shin gets going at the right time, I think it wins and wins again. Uh, just has all the favours in run. Uh, and a lot of these aren't going that good. Um, anything to add? No. Um, quite surprised. $2.60. Um, I don't think it'll start that. Uh, yeah, these aren't going that good at the moment or resuming, and uh, it's fine. Um, that was good last start and won well. Uh, perfect setup here again over the 1400. Clear on top for me. Beautiful. Uh, the feature for progetracing.com.au is the Group 1 a 2400 metre Caulfield Cup. $6 a field, as we said at the start, one of the better Caulfield Cups in recent memory. Uh, would you like first crack? 
why not? Uh, can move through this. Uh, look, I don't think, I think by the look of the market, Gold Trips now getting out was about $5 uh, overnight. It's now out to six fifty. That suggests to me that it's not going to start, um, which is interesting to me. So I'm looking around that on, on that basis, but yeah, I don't think it sets up as well here. I've stuck with uh, without a fight. Um, really like the lead up run uh, there. It was sort of in a really good spot and then got cluttered up and had to pull back and then switch around them and really hit the line nicely. Um, at Corfield last start, loved that run, thought this set up ideally here for the 2400. And I've got it on top, gate seven's perfect. Um, my clear on top pick. Uh, Sulcum is my second pick. Uh, love the way it's resumed. And then both runs, this preparation have been really good. Wasn't in the right spot last time. I think Caulfield suits here. And uh, again, gate six uh, gets exactly the right run to, to run well. Um, some of the other horses, I think, are major players. Uh, really keen to see Francesco. Guardia um, and see what it does in this. I think $15 is a good price that I won't be letting it get under my guard. Um, I think this horse has been set for, for Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup. And uh, you know, at one stage it was the favorite for this race and probably hasn't done um, all that much to suggest it can't run well. Um, was once upon a time about five, six bucks, now 15. I think that's a good price. Um, I wouldn't be leaving out Montefilia. Uh, that was a great, that was a great win last start um, and a real turnaround in form. I think if it can produce a finish like it did last start, um, there's no reason that it, it can't run well. And there's cases for others, as you know, West Wind Blows is, is going well. 2400 should suit. Um, a bit worried about the gate too uh, for West Wind Blows. Um, if it gets cluttered up there and gets stuck sort of six pairs back on the fence or, or in the running line there, just might have to take off early. Um, and just not sure if that's the ideal setup there. And obviously Breakup um, is in the market and is a, an international horse with uh, plenty of upside. Thinking the cup might be its main aim. So I'm leaving it out of the Caulfield Cup. I think it could run well. Um, so for me on top, without a fight, uh, main danger, Solcom and Francesco Gardia. There's my two and three with uh, Montefilia in the picks as well. What do you got? I haven't gone up and down here. Uh, and I'm a little bit like you. If Gold Trip's here, I think obviously it's a live chance. We're just going to go around it here uh, for the sake of doing this. Uh, I found a Japanese horse breakup. I think fourth in a 10 show reads really well here. It's going to, Damien Lane's going to push up and probably lead. Uh, and hopefully it rolls along and doesn't go as slow as they've been going in recent times in these staying races. If it puts some pressure on, I think uh, it'll put a lot of these under the hammer quite early. Uh, I think it runs a great race around $10 from Montefilia, who, when you look back on her preparation, it's actually been pretty much perfect setup for this race. Uh, build each run. Uh, that was a very, once it got out, it, uh, she savaged a line last time, loses Nash, but gets Blake Shin. So you're not uh, losing a great deal there. I think she has to run well here. West Wind Blows was a very good run behind Gold Trip, sitting outside lead there, and very, very brave. Uh, I, my biggest concern is Gate 2 as well. I agree with you. I don't know if these European jockeys generally like being buried too far back in these sort of tight races. Uh, we've seen it time and again. They, they get in a bit of trouble. So uh, otherwise would be higher in my thoughts. Um, and 
in terms of a quaddy, I'd also throw in who you who, who Yamal, although Modafili did gobble it up last time, and the two down on the on the um, limit weights, Valiant King and Okita Sushi. I've actually got Karen's runner, probably fourth pick, I guess, Okita Sushi, because uh, again, I don't really like Gate One for Valiant King, so. But interesting, they're both here on the absolute limit, and we see that form always seems to stack up in these kind of races. Uh, so what did, what did I say here? Do you, yes, okay. Do you think breakup can lead all the way and win? Yes. Is what you're saying? Yes. Not saying it will, it will, but lead. I think it can. You don't think, I think Goldman will try and lead. You don't think Goldman's going to? I think Goldman yeah. will try because it can't. Well, Goldman can't win otherwise. Uh, who else we got crossing over? Uh, that's about it. Where's Spirit the other pace here? Spirit Ridge was very tough last time, and Breakup sits right behind him. Uh, I hope Dame. I don't think it, they can jiggy jog and it can win. Though I think it has to be rolling to win. So whether, even if Davian Lane who, who, takes off at the thousand, who Yamal, who Yamal be forward, uh, and we'll see. I guess those outside gates there, whether Akita Sushi or uh, West Wind blows, pushes up underneath is the next best. I think in terms of a map. Yep. Good race. Interesting. Interesting. Could be a bit of place going on. Into, into the first corner. The problem is, right, for horses like West Wind Blowers, is it's quite a short run for that mm. first straight. So the horses tend to come across quick and carve across. So you're going to have a lot of horses coming across trying to kick up and get in. So how West Wind Blows what, how, yeah, sits um, will be interesting. Definitely. Uh, and that, that's, as we said, our concern for both uh, West Wind Blows and uh, the other thing, Valiant King. Because Jamie Carr is one that will try and push forward. So all of a sudden, a lot of pressure up there. Yep. Uh, looking forward to see it all pan out. And obviously, we'll get a line for the rest of the, the staying contests uh, over the Flemington Carnival too there. Uh, anything else on the feature? Nothing more from me. Cool. Let's wrap up with the Alingi Stakes. Uh, race 10, 1,100 metres. And we've got a, f a horse that is airborne here and... I'm not jumping off. Vivian uh, just keeps jumping to bar this prep, going really well. Uh, price suggests it, but uh, on top from me, uh, from a couple at a price here, I think Miss Middle Park uh, is, a, is a little bit forgotten. Nice horse. Uh, 20 to 1 is the danger. And Vespertine's trolled up well for this. Nothing. I uh, remember over that Queensland Carnival just had nothing go right every run there and uh, is better than that. I think can improve uh, and maybe over the odds. Uh, how have you seen this? Yeah, I went for Vivienne. I, I kind of went looking to say, when's the bubble going to burst? Is there something here? And I really couldn't find anything. Um, as you said, it's airborne at the moment. Gate eight's perfect. You know, up a few kilos in weight, but probably this class is, you know, it's not overly uh, packed with uh, class this race. So, um, yeah, clear on top for me, finding it hard to find something to beat it. Perfect. Uh, you're in charge of the Caulfield Quaddy here, Beaver. So have at it. Here we go. Let's have a look here. Uh, let's try and mix it up here, get a little bit of value into this as well. Uh, in the first leg, I'm going race seven, number two, Scoo Whiff. Number three, Revolutionary Miss. Number seven, Waltz on By. And number nine, Call Die. Cool. In the second leg, um, Found this one uh, a bit narrower. I've gone number seven, cause for concern. Number 10, Nunthorpe. Number 11, Climbing Star. 
Moving into the third leg, which is the Caulfield Cup. It might be time for you to break up with climbing star soon, Beaver. You love that horse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, not overly, but I think I think that's not a, t- a difficult race. Yeah. Um, moving into the Caulfield Cup, I've gone number two without a fight. Number three, break up. Number four, Montefilia. Number five, Francesco Gardia. Number eight, Sulcum. And I'm throwing in number 13, Goldman, as an outsider. Right, okay. Uh, if Gold Trips here, is it, does it go in or are you taking it on? No, nah, taking it on. Okay. And to finish off, uh, last leg, I'm going number one. Uh, H2O, number five, Vivian, and number 11, Ganata. Ganati. Ganati. Beautiful. For progetracing.com.au, of course, check them out for the news and everything going on there. Uh, you've got a best in value. I do have a best in value. My best comes up in race eight, number 10, Nunthorpe, and my value comes up in. Caulfield Cup, race nine, number two, without a fight. I'm going to make my best race three, number one, Tropical Squall, uh, and my value. Uh, let's go to the Cup two. Why don't, why don't we go for race nine, number three, break up the Japanese horse to run well there. Let's head to Rarewick, where we've got the lead up to the five diamonds uh, on a tricky card here, another 10 race card as usual. The, we're going to have a good track. We've got the rail in the five-metre position, so let's watch out for some potentially some on-pace stuff. Uh, and we're going to kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres, where I am going to kick off again with a Waterhouse runner in the, the 300. Uh, I liked, really like the improvement between its two trials. Uh, I think it's going to get control here. It's going to have a stable mate riding shotgun, and I think it's going to win. Uh, if I'm going to suggest a danger, I think Blue Illusion can improve. That was heavily backed in the matter of Benong plate and, uh, or plate trial, whatever it was. Uh, and I think it's better than what we saw there. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you're right. It was back, heavily backed. And so you'd expect, they think it's got a bit of ability. Going to stick with the 300, gate one, Waterhouse straight to the front and potentially a bit of uh, favoritism for those uh, on pace up front on the rails here. So that's the way I'm going to go. Beauty. The second is the highway, a class three, 1800 meter race. I could only really entertain Amaranth, but I hate gate one for it. So I'm not as enthused about this race as I've been about highways of late. Uh, so not a lot to really add here, Beaver. Anything for you? Uh, not overly fussed on the race like you, mate. But uh, for the one of that pick, I'm tipping number four, Hudat. I think he can run well on pace. Got the right sit here up to this distance. Um, Having come down from uh, Brizzy, I think it can run well. Beauty. We've got the midway, the third race, a 1,400 metre 72. What do you like? Yeah, interesting race here. A uh, bit of pace, few that can sit off the pace. I'm going for Epicus. Uh, thought last run was outstanding. Loved the way when it got to the outside, it hit the line. Um, with plenty of gusto there. Had the 59 kilos, uh, drops a kilo on that here. Uh, gets out now to the 1400. I think it'll be a little bit closer here. Gate one, I'm okay with because I think it can uh, hunt up enough there and uh, get the split late and bingo. Yeah, I was on Epicus at 20s or whatever it was first up, and that was a very good run. We're not getting a price here, but I think it's going to 
Bin Finish uh, has come back in good order and I'm with it as well from Peace Officer. This is a better setup than that last race uh, and has to run well. And Satinus is rock solid, going to be on pace here and uh, is in quite good form. The fourth is a benchmark 88 uh, and not much to talk about here. Marquez is flying. The form through its races has stood up and it come, bumps into the form out of that other Pierossa race, which was one of the lowest races of a Saturday in recent memory. It'll win. Uh, the dangers are the two second up stayers here, Promises Kept and Stroke of Luck. Both are pretty good first up and might have more improvement. Uh, anything to add? No, I'm quite surprised that you get uh, in the black here for Marquess. Uh, this looks ideal here. Uh, clear on top pick for me. And uh don't think you'll get five to four-ish um, come race stakes uh, clear on top. Beauty. The fifth is a 1,200-metre benchmark 78 for the girls. Who have you found here? Yeah, sticking with the blue colours here, I think we can uh, double it up here and uh, get two in a row. Um, and they had the one start, which uh, put pay to them at short odds uh, quite convincingly uh, three or four months ago. Resuming here, um, we'll be in the finish, probably winning. That was, yeah, a very nice debut. Obviously has upside, but does have to take on some hard heads here. Uh, and namely, uh, the main danger, which is Kazu, who will be on pace, uh, has trialled well, uh, and has performed well in the past. Uh, I think there's only two hopes. Uh, whether I plough into this favourite, not quite sure. Feels a little short for first up on a Saturday, but might be a might be a Could be seven and a half ki seven and a half kilos and. Uh... Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a fair pull in the weight. Yeah, uh, and, and was ultra impressive and a nice style of a horse too. So looking forward to seeing it back. The six is eleven hundred meter benchmark seventy eight. I don't really have a firm opinion in this race. There's about four I can make a case for uh, in terms of what I would actually be interested in backing. Uh, I think with your blessings over the odds, uh, nice horse has uh, hit the line well in a couple of trials, and is a big price here. Uh, contemporary again has trialled up well, ready to go, and obviously Smashing Eagle is uh, is in really good form. Just struggles to stick that nose in front, and will be a long way back. But um, as I said, a little bit of a tricky race for the sake of the tip uh, over the odds with your blessing, Beaver. Yeah, I'm keen on Smashing Eagle here. I think it's time for it to win again. Uh, there's no red card in this, and uh, it was chewing ground up off its uh, last start. I think, uh, you know, its form prior to this has been very, very good. Gate six is okay. And, um, yeah, I think this sets up ideally um, on top for me and uh, can get another win. Beauty. Quaddy kicks off with the a 1,600-metre handicap. We've lost Cepheus, which isn't leaving me with a lot left. Uh, who do you like here? Yeah, hard to go past uh, the, the favourite here, Unspoken. Um, third up here, both wins have been very good. Um, only carrying the 52, and uh, I liked last start's win. It probably wasn't entitled to win, but found the, the runner on the fence and uh, stuck the nose out. Um, it's it's going great guns at the moment and just looks like it wants to win. 1,600 suits, and uh, game five is ideal. can go wherever it sits wherever it wants. This is, again, a, a race with a long tail, I think, and uh, couldn't find, you know, when you're sort of $2.30 favourite and then the next in the market's $8, it's 
where do I find something to beat it? There may be something there. I just don't know which one. Well, it's just right, right horse in the right race, isn't it? There's, these are making up yeah. numbers. Uh, and it's, it's as yeah. you said, flying. Uh, real line chaser, I think, yeah, $2.30 without Cephas here, probably fair enough. I was, I was hoping a horse like Wicklow or New Mandate can improve, uh, or in Wicklow's case, run well fresh, but, you know, you're making up, you know, trying to make cases. A horse haven't done it for a while. Uh, so let's move on. The eighth is the yeah. I'm really keen that those those four races that those four favourites are going to run really well mm. in those those four races. I think you'll be getting three out of four, four out of four of there if you stick with them. If you tie them into those shorties at Caulfield, it's actually not a bad little might not be a bad little multiplay. Yeah, it's just picking the right ones. Yeah, it's just picking the right ones. Yeah. Uh, the eighth is the five diamonds prelude for the five year olds, and I'm actually fairly bullish on this race. I think there's a great betting chance. Democracy Manifest was a great run in the Epson, uh, uh, Doncaster, whatever it was, the one the other week, and uh, it was actually chopped out close to the line, probably finishes closer to the finish if with clear air there, making grounds. Uh, and this is not uh, nowhere near a stronger field. Uh, it's on top from Faulkner Park, who went away, had a freshen up and trialled fantastically to come back for this. It's 10 bucks. I'm going to back both. Uh, and... Uh, I'll throw Wartigo's Altivo into a quaddy. Uh, good race. Uh, very similar thoughts to you, mate. Um, hard to go past Democracy Manifest's um, recent form. Uh, two back, one easily at Newcastle. That was outstanding win there in the Cameron. And then backed it up um, with a very good run. Gate 11, it will get back. So you want to be make sure that uh, they can run on... Um, at Randwick, uh, so that's the one question mark I have there. Yeah, the other horse I was really keen on was Altiva. Um, I think you know if it was running in, I would have been super keen if it was running on in Melbourne, and they've decided to keep it here. Uh, it was good behind Unspoken, so that'll give us a good form line there. I wouldn't let it get under your guard at ten dollars. Uh, that's a really good price. So finding it hard to split both of those. Uh, and you're right, Faulkner Park can run well, resuming. Awesome. The ninth is the Big Dance Wildcard Handicap. Who have you found in this uh, gala contest? Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. I've gone for uh, number one, Flying Crazy, uh, at $7 here. I think it can run a really nice race. Uh, went back and looked at last start, and that was uh, pretty good behind Cepheus. Um, last two starts has been less than a length last start and a uh, length and a half the start before that. Um it launched uh, late there last start again, so probably doesn't get as far back this time. Um, and the 1600 suits from gate three, um, I'm really keen on this running a, a really nice race and uh, they could be finishing in the top three or four uh, with a with a Lock Eagle. Um, I think it can improve now third up uh, with only 52 and a half on its back. I Was there a concern about O from four at the track or not really? Uh, yeah, a little bit of a concern, but um, looking at last run, uh, not, not so. Oh, that was at Rose Hill. Yeah, so look. He's going really well. I, 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 exactly. It tempts me as well. I uh, will be in my numbers. I've I've come back to Spangler. Uh, I was keen on it in the camera and got, too, well, got, got smashed by Democ Democracy Manifest. Uh, but now third up off the back of uh, a trial on the way through. I think runs well. Uh, and then I was sort of making the case that these two Waterhouse runners can set up for each other here again. They can, they'll, 
they're the only pace here for Valor in journalism. I think if they control this, for Valor's going to run really well. Uh, and Highlights is going to be the one right on their back and might just get the best run of the lot, and it's down on 52 kilos. So playing around those sort of three, uh, I do like the case you've made for Flying Crazy. Uh, that sort of over from four was the only reason I didn't tip it on top, to be honest. Um, but we'll go into the quaddy. What we're picking holes, mate. Do you think uh, Sprangler's uh, three three out of four wins being on heavy tracks is a bit of concern? No, that is a very, very, very true concern. So, um, <laughs> any day there's holes, you can make it. You can put a hole in. Um, you can put a hole in any of these. So something, something has to win it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, all right, let's wrap up. I haven't completely finished this race, to be honest. But we've got a twelve hundred meter benchmark eighty eight uh, wrapping us up, and. Uh, I'll hand over to you because, as I said, I don't really have an opinion yet. Yeah, tough, tough, tough race to finish the day. I think this is another race where anything can win and anything could, could bob up. So um, I've settled on number seven, Pizarro, third up here. Yeah. Uh, thought it could run well. Um, two runs in this prep have been pretty good and has ran well in uh, better races than this. But uh Ran on nicely behind Emin last start. I thought that was a good uh, setup for this. I think now um, it's ready for the, to to run well in this twelve hundred. Gate ten is okay, and I think there'll be enough pace in this um, for it to get a good spot. Uh, main dangers the five extremely lucky as uh, working working into um, this nicely. Yeah, I think extreme. I think the bigger fields too. It's extremely lucky. It's just been in a couple of those small fields where it hasn't got going really. But uh, tricky race to finish today. I can have something on Sandstock. Now third up, going okay. Capo Strata missed the start last time out. Uh, might be the last swooper there in Dynamic Impact. All reasonable prices. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, I guess I've got to come up with a Roundwick Quaddy in the first leg. Let's go with four new mandate, seven Wicklow, 11 unspoken. Second leg... Uh, two democracy manifest, four zoom on, six Waterford, eight Faulkner Park, eleven Wategos, fourteen Altivo. Third leg, one flying crazy, four Steely, who uh, finally got back into the winner stall. Seven Spangler, nine four Valor, twelve journalism, sixteen highlights, and we'll come home with five extremely lucky. Nine dynamic impact, thirteen tri-state, fifteen sandstock, and nineteen capo strata for progeracing.com as mentioned. My best will be uh, race four, number six, Marquez, and my value race. Let's have a look here. Race nine, number nine, for Valor. It's double figures. Good enough for me. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, best bet, race seven, number 11, unspoken. And my value bet comes up in the last race, 10, number seven, Pizarro. Awesome. Uh, ending up in Queensland? Of course. Couldn't let the plumbers down with nothing in Queensland. Uh, Eagle Farm, I've got a few. Eagle Farm, race four, number 10, Andalus. Think it can run really well. Uh, race six, number six, quality time. I think it's ready to to run a, a very good race. And then later in the day, race nine, number six, Sweet Margot May. And we're going to finish off the day, race 10, number four, Lost in Transit. Beautiful. Thank you, Beaver. Thank you.
Good punning tomorrow, guys. Enjoy Caulfield Cup Day 2. Cracking cards there. <coughs> and we'll be back next week. Uh, probably later in the week. I think we've got Manicato Stakes next Friday night. So we might do the Friday night preview, Friday and Saturday next week. But stay tuned to Pro Get Racing for all of that. Uh, and we'll talk soon. Catch ya.